Good evening and welcome to Chatting to Wellness with Nos Kanko. Tonight we're going to be talking about Papanakolai smear test, um, which is commonly called the pap smear or the cervical test. What is Papanakolai smear test? It's a test which is generally called the cervical smear test and it's a safe but slightly invasive procedure which we do to firstly examine the pelvic tissues and organs especially the cervix so anatomically with the women we have the pelvic organs which comprises of the um, cervix the vagina the vulva um, internally the uterus the fallopian tube the ovary and some other surrounding tissues and muscles to hold um, the pelvic organs in place. So basically, the smear test is done to examine these pelvic tissues and most especially the cervix, which is like one of the um, external pelvic organs you find. We also use the pap smear to test for precancerous or cancerous cells in the cervix. Um, so basically, we use this to identify if um, a particular abnormality or a cell growth in the cervical area is metastatic, if there is a metastatic new growth in the cervical region. We also use the pap smear to identify and test for sexually transmitted diseases such as HPV, which is the human papillomavirus, um, herpes, chlamydia, um, trichomonas vaginalis and the common candidas or candidiasis which is a vagina thrush. Um, furthermore we use a pap smear to diagnose endometriosis, to diagnose vagina adenosis or to evaluate cervical changes. Like I said the pap smear is an examination done to actually examine your pelvic organs you know but the external and part of the internal tissues so it could be used to diagnose some of these medical conditions i've listed it could also be used to assess the effectiveness of brachytherapy brachytherapy um we'll be discussing that a lot today it's a form of cervical cancer treatment which involves the um you know the localized um, treatments of cervical cancer using radiotherapy on the cervix region um, and lastly which is um, one of the reasons um, or one of the reasons we do pap smear is to further assess hormonal function so say for instance you're having a bit of trouble with your hormonal balance we use the um, pap smear the pelvic examination to assess for further hormonal functions um say how the hormones are working physically on your organs your in your um reproductive organs so to say there have been so many questions about pap smear a lot of people a lot of women are not particularly inclined to do pap smear and this led me to start computing a few of the questions women have regarding pap smear and the first one is, how long does it take to um, have the pap smear done? From personal experience, the pre-smear 
the interest may and the post may durations take in total of about five to 15 minutes. So from the time you step into your doctor's office um, to the time the doctor tells you or your advanced nurse practitioner explains to you what the procedure is, the prep time of getting on the table, you know, all the things involved and taking out the cells they need taking total of about five to 15 minutes. Um, depending on how fast the doctor or the ANP works and how, um, how many questions you as a patient have. When should you expect your smear test results? Basically here in the UK, within three to four weeks, and in Nigeria usually takes about two to four weeks. So let's just say four weeks of an average, you get your test results back. Is the procedure painful? Pap smear is not a painful procedure. Yes, it's slightly invasive. It could be discomfort. There could be discomfort or discomforting, but it's definitely not painful. All right. It's a painless procedure. You might feel a slight pressure. Sort of feels like fullness and makes you slightly discomfort um, during the insertion of you know, the speculum and the cell tissue collecting, collecting, um, collecting, the cell tissue collection instrument. Okay. Um, but nothing beyond that. It's not painful beyond that. This initial discomfort you feel. What I do advise people is try to relax as much as you can. All right. It's sort of like when you're having sex, if you put your mind to it in such a way that you're tightening your pelvic area, you're not relaxing, you're not going to enjoy that process. I'm not saying you have to enjoy your pap smear process, but if you do, if you put it at the back of your mind and you get tight, you know, inadvertently you're making it more discomforting for you although it might not be pain pain um, painful but it's still not going to be um as less discomforting as it should have been all right so what i do is i try to relax as much as i can which is why i do advise my patient to do and i personally do deep breathing exercises during my pelvic examination all right uh, which is which comes along with the pelvic smear and um, the pap smear test all right um, the procedure itself, that is the taking out of the cell tissue needed, um, that is the extraction of the cells needed, um, takes about a minute. All right. So the procedure itself, which is taking or extracting the cells, takes just one minute. So like I said, try deep breathing exercises, relax as much as you can. As um, healthcare professionals, um, it's encouraged that we speak our patient, we talk to them through the process. It helps take their mind off of it. So what I do when I'm doing this with my patient most of the time is I just um, sort of like ask them a generic question, say how are the kids, so that's if they have a family, um, say something about the weather, you know, just say something generic. Um, and that really helps them. I've had results of helping and it does help me personally as well. What should you know or do before going to your doctor or nurse for a smear test? There are a number of things you should, you should know to do and not to do and you should expect before attending your appointment. 
I'll speak about them now, which is one of the things you should know and you should not do is you should avoid sexual intercourse for at least up to 48 hours before your smear test. So it is advised that you avoid sexual intercourse for at least up to 48 hours. And why this is advice is because of the fact that um, sexual intercourse You should avoid sexual intercourse or at least unprotected sexual intercourse um, for at least up to 48 hours before your smear test because um, the semen produced by the male could interfere with the swab taken, with the cell swabs taken from you during your pap smear. All right. And this sort of like um, affects your test results. Okay. Um, another thing is you avoid dolching or the use of vagina creams before attending your smear test appointments. And I advise this, or we advise this, um, because either dolching or the use of vagina creams could alter the pH um, value of the vagina and ultimately alter the test results as well. So your pH value... The pH of a vagina is typically between 3.8 to 4.5, which is like proper, which is proper um, acidic. Um, so vaginal creams, they are alkaline in nature. Um, so when you use these vaginal creams or you douch, it sort of messes with the pH, taking it to hydro neutral or, you know, making it alkaline, which is definitely going to alter your test results when the cells are coming out and passes through that pH of the flora environment of your vagina. All right. Although you can have your smear test done while you are on your period, if you are actively bleeding, it does make it difficult for either your nurse or your doctor to be able to get a clear sample of your, of your cells. All right. So usually I would advise that you schedule your smear test three to four days after your periods. All right. And that's just to ensure we get a clear sample of your cells. Also, one of the things you should do before you attend your appointment is you ensure you tell your nurse or your doctor if you're either pregnant, breastfeeding or you're on contraceptives, as any of those things have an effect on your hormones, which in turn can also alter your test results. So basically, all of those things are quite important before you have your smear test done. And what I usually do when I go for my smear test, and I do advise that we do as well, is to empty your bladder. And this makes you more comfortable, sort of like when you're already on the table, we're getting the cells out. You don't feel pressed or pressured to actually pass week, which could be quite embarrassing for you um as a patient and it could also as well alter the cells being extracted at that time if it happens at the time the swab is being taken out of you or being extracted out of you and another thing you should know before you attend your appointment is you have the right to request for or to choose the gender of the doctor or the nurse that you want to attend to you. That is in a simple way or a simpler way. You have the right to request the gender of the nurse and doctor you would be comfortable with. Say, for instance, you as a woman, you're not comfortable with a man 
gynecologist or a male um, doctor or a male nurse you can definitely request for a female nurse a female doctor a female gynecologist all right and you do have the right to ask for a champion and this takes me to the other question that i was asked which is what happens during my smear test so what happens during the smear test is when you're having a smear test your healthcare provider asks you to lie back so usually it's a simple procedure you get in there we explain the procedure to you we tell you please lie down on the table or the couch you lie down on the on the couch sort of like um semi fowler position with your head in a way that it's comfortable for you and your feet are then put together and you open your legs and thighs wide open or alternatively depending on where you go to or depending on how your doctor find it easier to um, do this they might put your leg up in a stirrup okay either way it's slightly invasive and you can actually ask for a drip to ensure you have a bit of privacy and dignity okay afterwards when you're comfortable your nurse or your doctor then tells you that they're going to insert a speculum the speculum is sort of like a metal either it could be metal or plastic instruments if it's plastic it's definitely single use so you should make sure you see that it's been taken out of you know um the sterile package and if it's a metal it also should have been sterilized before it's been inserted into you so a speculum is sort of like a metal or plastic instrument which is used to dilate the vaginal orifice that's the vaginal um, entrance for proper examination so the speculum is then inserted into the vagina opens it up for um optimal visualization and this depending on the description of your healthcare provider the speculum may be warm or lubricated with warm sterile water to make it um comfortable for you during insertion then cell specimen from the vagina and the cervix is then extracted with a cytobrush or what we call a spatula so depending on what your um doctor or the clinic you go to uses they could either use a cytobrush which is sort of like um a cell brush to you know take the cells they need for the extraction or a spatula to take it before they put in the histological tube before sending it off to the laboratory the Healthcare provider can then decide to do a biomanual examination either before or after the procedure. It depends. It doesn't matter the arrangements of the biomanual examination. And biomanual examination is a pelvic examination technique where two fingers by manual. By is two. Manual is manually like manual, like manual, you know, car. Um, two fingers, usually the index finger and the middle finger, which is, you know, quite easy to use, um, of the dominant hand are then inserted into the vagina while the dominant hand is used to apply a kind of gentle pressure on your abdominal, you know, your abdomen to one, palpate and assess the uterus as well as adjacent organs. And also, secondly, to keep you... Um, to keep the pelvic in a sort of um, stable position, you know. Um, so this bit is 
another reason why i would actually advise that you empty your bladder as well because you know the gentle bit of pressure being applied could actually make you you know spill some urine and you really do not want some embarrassing moments now what happens after all of this is done you're finished from your doctors you they've taken the swab um all the cells have been extracted You've been told, oh, expect your results in a couple of weeks um, or in a month time. So what are the things you should know or what are the things that you should know that might happen after you've left your doctor's office? Or what are the things you should do before you leave your doctor's office? Number one thing is you ensure you wipe yourself clean from front to back. Now, you don't want to introduce um, anything from your anus into your vagina or a face. Um, because you don't want to mess with the flora and you do not want to introduce bacteria from your pool that's from your rectum to your vagina so you ensure you wipe yourself clean from front to back you're going to wipe the gel used during the you know the pap smear test um you might spot a little bit and your normal vaginal discharge might increase slightly, ever so slightly, after the procedure. So what I ex um I do um uh encourage is like I said, wipe yourself clean from front to to the back, and take a pad or a panty liner with you, and possibly a change of panties. I personally feel more comfortable if i'm putting the panty liner in um or a pad in a clean pair of panties instead of the one i was wearing before also hydrate it's really really important you hydrate water is very much important to the body system another thing you need to know about this is you might experience some slight cramps similar to period cramps or those kind of mild cramps you get during pregnancy after the procedure and what i usually do when i feel when i go for a pap smear is i have my hot water bottle with me fill it with some hot water put in you know the normal um hot water bottle wrapper it comes with and place it on my abdomen for about 10 to 30 minutes after the procedure and this does definitely help with my cramps and as soon as i get home i sort of lie on my stomach that's um, so pardon me i lie on my abdomen um yeah i lie on my abdomen put some bit of pressure it just helps me feel a bit better about myself to be honest why is pap smear important and what are the indications i've indicated why this is important you know um like i explained to examine the pelvic tissues organs and the cervix and especially the cervix to test for precancerous or cancerous cells in the cervix and identify primary or metastatic new cells growth in the cervical region to diagnose endometriosis vaginal adenosis or evaluate staphyca changes um to further assess hormonal function assess effectiveness of brachytherapy as well as to identify um or test for sexually transmitted diseases such as hpv all right um and where can you do this any federal or state government hospital in nigeria would do any prestigious private hospital in nigeria will also do and if you're in the uk you can just get in touch with your gp um uh, from the age of 25 you're expected to have your um pap smear done um once every three years so from the age of 25 
you you the, the gp would not invite you or the government would not invite you to have your pap smear done before the age of 25 so you i got mine i think i was 24 and about eight months when i got the letter from my gp to come have my pap smear done so after that if your pap smear is done and it's normal the cells the cell come back no more like the tests come back no more um you are then told you're going to have the test done every one every three years so if you if your cell if your test comes back good you have your pap smear done every three years after that time so at any point if your cells come back with abnormal readings or have no more results um then you're being invited back by your gp for further investigations which then says how often you're gonna have your examinations done after that that depends on what is found and depends on the you know um what your doctor or your ANP thinks if you're in your 30s and you've never actually had a smear test done I I would advise you get it done as soon as possible and please do request for um an HPV test alongside we'll be talking about the human papilloma virus test later um I think I did a podcast um, for that with um, Miss Kole Doye. Um, if your test result comes back normal, like I said, you only have to do the smear test every three years afterwards. And like I also said, the ideal age to have your first tests done, your first smear test done is when you're 25. If your smear test come back with any anomaly, your healthcare provider will definitely request for further investigations and might actually need to refer you to a specialist, okay? I see, also I see quite a few um, people talk about do-it-yourself pap smear. I do advise that you do not try to do a do-it-yourself pap smear. Like I said, it's a painless procedure. You feel slight discomfort. Yes, you feel a bit of pressure when we're taking the cells out, we're extracting the cells. Yes, but you should not feel pain. And if you do feel pain when your doctor is doing this, you are permitted to speak up and tell your doctor or your nurse, I'm feeling pain. And this could actually be a pointer towards something else going on with you. So yes, Tell your doctor how you feel during the procedure. If you do feel pain, which you're not supposed to feel, you should tell your doctor as this could actually point towards something else going on. But please do not do a do-it-yourself pap smear at home. Do not be tempted. You do not want to pay a high price for your health. Okay? There is no way you're going to do a pap smear, a do-it-yourself pap smear by yourself and it's going to come back accurate. No way at all. Okay? And that brings us to the end of this session of the um, pap smear test, how it's been done, what it is for, how important it is, and when you should actually have it done. What to do when you're having it done and what not to do and what to expect as well. I hope I've been able to um, answer most of our questions. If you have any other questions regarding this pap smear, please do not hesitate to um, let me know either via facebook um, instagram or twitter okay thank you very much for listening and here is to my first hundred listeners you guys really really rock i appreciate you a lot thank you and have a good evening